Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute, yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. This is like catching a big brown trout on the White River. I've always wanted this. Give me the hogs, Chuck. Just so we're clear, I hate winter. And I am so over this winter weather. I guess it's the snow, maybe it's the cold, the combination of the two, I don't know. But it seems like this week has just dragged on forever. And I am glad that we finally hit the end of the week as we welcome you into the Gimme the Hawks Chuck podcast presented by Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, and brought to you in part by the Bet Saracen app. I've heard people say all week long, well, this is better than 102 in the summer. No, it's not. I'd take 102 with 70% humidity over what we've experienced this week, and I guess we're going to have another round this weekend. Single digits tonight, at least in portions of northwest Arkansas. And it's going to be cold through the weekend. They're talking about some freezing rain on Monday. The good news is Tuesday. It's supposed to get into the 50s. So it sounds like uh, maybe next week, if we can get through the weekend, if we can get to next week, it's at least going to be better for a while. Razorbacks have a big game tomorrow. We're going to talk about that on the podcast today. The NFL playoffs have hit the divisional round. Razorback legend Matt Jones will visit with us in just a little bit. We'll get his thoughts on football, basketball as well. The Hogs in South Carolina tomorrow, and that's where we will begin. It's a noon tip-off. Got to get around early tomorrow. It's going to be cold in the morning. Got to get the car warmed up, get to the arena. I think people have cabin fever. I think there will be people at the game tomorrow. Arkansas and South Carolina. South Carolina's 14-3. and three. They're 2-2 two and two in Southeastern Conference play. They blew one earlier this week. They had a chance to beat Georgia on their home floor and moved to 3-1. and one. Instead, Georgia came from behind, won the game, and they moved to 3-1 and one in conference play. South Carolina, you know, it's hard, frankly, if you've followed SEC basketball over the years, it's hard to think of South Carolina as a threat coming into Bud Walton Arena or into a lot of arenas, frankly. But they've already won at Mizzou this year. And, you know, Arkansas has lost to Bud Walton. So we'll see if that's the advantage that we think it's going to be. I believe it still will be. I guess we'll find out. This is Musk talking about the Gamecocks and their turnaround. You watch them play. They're connected. They play more together. Looks like there's an agenda with them this year, and that agenda is to win. Not so sure you felt that way, Lat. You know what I mean? It was kind of happens. I think their coaching staff's done not a good job, but a phenomenal job. The culture looks very, very strong this year. South Carolina is better, and Lamont Paris has done a good job. And I don't know if they're going to be in the NCAA tournament or not. 14-3 and three is a good record. But they've still got the bulk of their schedule ahead of them. And by that, I mean the better teams. They've got 14 games remaining. They've played 17. But the 14 that are left are a whole lot better than the 17 that have come before. So we'll see what it is, or we'll see how it adds up, I guess, for them at the end of the year. I want to talk a little bit more about the Razorbacks, though. As we get ready for this ball game, if you noticed, 
in the game the other night, Arkansas didn't play very many players in the second half. Now, they played a lot of guys in the game before, and only a handful of them scored. A lot of guys played, nine of them played, registered a big goose egg. So, you know, there was the feeling going into this last game, the most recent game, Tuesday night against Texas A&M, that the rotation might be pared down some. You know, it was interesting. There was the thought coming out of Gainesville after the way Blocker and Pinion played that, hey, they're going to get minutes against Texas A&M, and Blocker might even start. Lo and behold, Pinion didn't play. Blocker played a 15-second mop-up, made a cameo at the end, and Battle didn't play. Caleb Battle didn't play. Second leading scorer on the team didn't play. Now, he's not giving them anything in SEC play so far. Muss, I thought yesterday, yesterday being Thursday as we record this podcast, I thought he made some interesting remarks about what we're going to see moving forward in terms of personnel. I want you to listen to this. Can't keep playing 11, 12 guys. When we do that, the game's not, not in our favor. We've historically been a program that's played seven or eight guys. We're trying to pare the rotation down. Who has a good game on Saturday or who has a subpar game? I'm not really sure. This last game, I mean, Layden Blocker had played well at Florida and so had Joseph Pinion. There's only so many minutes to go around and a staff that evaluates practice and, and pieces got to fit together and, and both sides of the basketball are important and offense is as important as defense. If not, defense may be a little bit more important here at Arkansas. So it's just a whole bunch of factors with all of our guys. Again, to answer your question, I'm talking in general, 1 through 14. I think going forward, the rotation will probably not expand. I think it's expanded way too much. I've been doing it long enough that the question's going to come, whoever doesn't play on a certain night. I think we knew it was going to happen at some point. I frankly was surprised they were still playing 15 players like they did at Florida. Now, I think that was an act of desperation more than anything, but – I've been surprised, honestly, that the rotation's not been pared down sooner. I think he's wanted to do that. It's just, you know, he's he's not had an idea about who those guys might be. And I think he's gotten to the point now where he has to make that call. I, for one, for example, think this past Tuesday night, and we'll never know, but in retrospect, I think it was Al Ellis's last shot. I think if Al Ellis had laid an egg against Texas A&M, we might not see him in half the games that remain on the schedule. They gave him one last shot, and, man, did he play well. He scored. He rebounded, made his free throws. He was not a liability on the defensive end. I mean, he played a good ball game. Very well could start tomorrow. Based on what we saw Tuesday night, he probably will. But I don't know that that's the way it's going to go. But he's certainly a candidate and probably will get more playing time. Um, I wonder if I wonder what they're going to do about battle. And I wonder if we won't see a situation where maybe battle, they give him an opportunity, even if it's one last chance. They give him an opportunity to get going. If this team's going to make a run, if they're going to get hot, if they're going to play in the NCAA tournament. They need L. Ellis to take over the point guard spot, and they need Caleb Battle to come off the bench and give them offense and not be a liability on defense. Now, that's if they're going to be at their best. I don't know if they will be.
But I do wonder, as we move through the game tomorrow, it's one of the things I'm going to be watching for, very honestly. How much does battle play? Because I do think there is going to be one more shot for him. I don't think he's been banished for the remainder of the season. Now, you know, if he gets another shot or two and it's not working out at that point, somebody's, you know, I mean, they've proven they can win without him playing. But they certainly would be better with him on the floor. Hey, if you are in the real estate market, if 2024 is bringing changes, let me recommend once again my friends at Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. And when I say my friends, I don't say it lightly because, look, when you buy or sell a home with somebody, chances are it's the most money you've ever spent. Or if it's not the most, it's right up there at the top, near the top of the list. When that transaction goes smoothly and you're a seller and you get the price you want or you're a buyer and you move into your dream home, they become your friends. And I think what you'll find when you partner with Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, is that you're going to get customer service that is unrivaled. The line of communication is going to be open at all times. Now, you are going to get the best trained in the business. You are going to get a realtor who is knowledgeable on the market. Not just the national market, but the market on your block, because that's what you care about. You're going to get someone that understands all those nuances, but you're also going to get someone who by the end of the process has become your friend because they've handled it in a manner that probably is going to exceed your expectations. That was my experience. I think it'll be your experience too. Now they've got an office in Fayetteville. They're in Springdale, Bentonville, Fort Smith. They're in Branson now. You can always log on to WikerGriffin.com. Matt Jones coming up. Tuck, 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 man. I tell you what, I'd rather listen to you and watch the game at the same time. That way there I get some good commentary. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts you're listening to the gimme the hogs chuck podcast presented by white curd realtors the griffin company all right as we welcome you back to the gimme the hogs chuck podcast it's our pleasure it's our privilege as we always do on friday to sit down with the razorback legend matt jones talk a little ball matt are you one of these guys who likes it 102 and humid or three below and shivering cold. Chuck, always always a pleasure to be here. Wow, that's two extremes right there. I know, you uh, got to pick one. Yeah, you got to pick one. I'm going to go cold over 102 Ooh. and humid. I, I do not like when you just have to, when you walk out to the car and you're already sweating. I always feel like I can put another layer on. Man, I don't know. I got to go on the opposite side of the table. Fair enough. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't like either one. But man, this, uh, I've had enough of winter. And it sounds like it's going to be this way through the uh, through the weekend. All right, I want to talk football and basketball with you as we uh, head into the weekend. I was, uh, you know, I was thinking before we began that I mean, there's 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 a lot of television viewing opportunities uh, this this weekend for the sports fan. The NFL playoffs to me, this is the best time of the year to watch the NFL. We're down to four sides in each conference. 
Um, can anybody beat the Ravens? Is anybody is anybody good enough to beat the Ravens? Just big picture right now. You know uh, the the way the league is, Chuck, and, and you're right. This this weekend is the best. I was fortunate enough to make it this this far one time. This is as far as as we made it. And, and, and Tom Brady, of course, like he does, he takes it. He takes a lot of people out. He was he was kind of selfish actions up there, always wanting to win. Uh, the man, you know, the Ravens are tough. They got the old. It's it's such a small world, Chuck. So their offensive coordinator was my receiver coach at Jacksonville. Todd Munkin for for a couple years, and he was the OC there at Georgia uh, when they were won back to back titles. So I mean, wherever he's going lately, they are they are winning. Uh, Lamar Jackson's playing out of his mind. I thought the the best pickup was getting OBG, OBJ. Uh, he, he's a guy that can uh, convert third downs. He he. I mean, we all know about his hands. Uh, and then you, you, on the other end with C.J. Stroud, I mean, rookie of the year, uh, he's only getting better. That's the other thing about the playoffs, Chuck. I look at the playoffs, I think all these quarterbacks except for Brock Purdy were taken in the first round, and a lot of these guys were number one overall picks. Uh, it's a quarterback-driven league. Since we spoke last, the Cowboys lost, the Packers won, and it's Green Bay going to San Francisco. You surprised first off the Packers beat the Cowboys, and do they have a chance against the Niners? Well, I was surprised that they they you know stayed on the bus or stayed in the locker room for the first half. It was like, man, this is what you work for. Uh, you work to get to the playoffs, and then and then don't show up. Um, you know, I don't know that it was any one person's fault. I think that was a, as a collective as a team. They they started to kind of figure it out a little bit later on. Uh, but no, Jordan Love. If if you look, uh, I, I'm doing some research before the playoffs started. Uh, the last six weeks of the regular season, he was the number one rated quarterback back in, in in all of NFL so he's he's another first round guy that's that's getting his chance and he's getting better it's you seeing why he's he's was drafted in the first round I think San Francisco's defense is going to be a little bit different for Jordan Love you know he had a perfect passer rating through three quarters against the Cowboys in that first uh, I mean in that that playoff game so I th- we'll, we'll find out is is what I'm saying and if Christian McCaffrey's healthy man I think he's um, he, he's the best runner running back in the league. Uh, but then they got Aaron Jones on the other side, man. He's a top three, top five running back in the league. If he's healthy, he can do a lot of things. That's going to be that's gonna be the one I'm looking forward to on Saturday. All right. So based on your comments, you got the Ravens and the Niners. Is yes, that right? Yeah, yes, sir. All right. On to Sunday. Bucks and the Lions. Suddenly everybody's a Detroit fan. And they get a chance to play at home. What do you think? Do they get to the NFC Championship game? <sighs> Man, you know, I'm, I'm going to be pulling for Frank Rag now. You, you're pulling for Skipper, just like you're pulling for Greenlaw. You're kind of pulling for the Razorbacks. Uh, the thing about Detroit is they are going to punch you in the face. They are a physical team. That's what they want to do. Uh, yeah, I, I think Detroit can, can get by him if, if, if Jared Goff would play well. Baker Mayfield, I'm a fan of his. You know, he is so accurate, and he's kind of a gunslinger, competitor. You, you, see, you, you see him go. I, you know, t- t- Tampa Bay, they got a Hall of Famer in Mike Evans. He's going to be a Hall of Fame receiver. Uh, they they got talent. Uh, they, they do. That one's going to be a that one's going to be a fun one, Chuck. I, I wonder if if Tampa Bay is going to be healthy enough and if they're going to be physical enough. If they can match Detroit's physicality, they have a chance. But if they don't, uh, it'll be one of those thirty-one seventeen Detroit victories. All right, Chiefs and the Bills, Mahomes and Allen. This time it's in Buffalo. 
as opposed to being in uh, Kansas City. What do you think Sunday night? Well, they saved the best for last is what I yeah, think. They did. Um, yeah, they did. Two just absolute stud quarterbacks. I mean, I, I don't know that you can name five guys you would take over those those two. Um, I wonder if Buffalo's defense, how depleted they are. I, I know they finished uh, their last game and they had three backup linebackers in. You know, you know what Kansas City's offense, the window dressing, the studying, what you have to be uh, ready for with with Kelsey and Mahomes and, and uh, the offense they run. I don't know if they can if they can learn all that in a week. You know that experience helps, and I know they lost one of their their starting safeties as well. Um, that being said, Josh Allen uh, on the other side is playing just as good as, as any quarterback. Uh, and, and you see the playoffs get here. You see these quarterbacks use their legs a little bit more. Um, it, but if I was to take one, if I was to take one road team, yeah, I would take Kansas City. Uh, even though they're they're they're. <laughs> You know they've they've had their struggles too. I don't think this is the same Kansas City team as old, uh, but but when you have Patrick Mahomes on your team, you got a chance to win every game. All right, I got one more football question before we talk about the basketball Razorbacks. As a player, what are the playoffs like? I mean, that's a childlike question, but Matt, tell us a story about the playoffs. What was it like as a player? You know, it w- it was pretty cool. Made it to the wild card round twice uh, in the divisional round once. Uh, got to play against some of the greats. It's it really does. It, it, it's the best time because they you fine tune everything, attention to detail. If you got a weakness, we're going to exploit it. Uh, it's it's the ultimate competition. Everybody's in the you know you're watching extra film. You're doing extra uh, extra treatment. You're doing whatever you can to go out there and play your best uh and try to win it's 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 like you said it's um it is a child like it's 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 it those are ones that feel like a game and not work you know it's just man you can't wait to get out there uh, and that just kind of makes it what what happened to dallas a little more surreal or just not it's hard to believe because you work so hard to get to the playoffs and and then you just lay an egg Razorbacks tomorrow, South Carolina. What'd you think Tuesday night? They found they blew a big lead, but found a way to win. Hey, you got to win. That's the name of the game. Um, uh, T. Mark is is man. He he puts on a show. I was really surprised late in the game that I you know if I'm if I'm I'm you know these both these coaches they they know a lot more. They forgot a lot more than I'll ever know. Uh, but I was really surprised they didn't try to take the ball out of T. Mark's hand. Uh, you saw like two possessions earlier. L. L. Had the ball and and did his thing, and you could see as the game wore on, it's like man, you got to try to take the ball out of his hand, and they couldn't do it. And, and and you got to give props to to T Mark for for getting to his spot and and, and playing well and other also he I thought he picked it up on the defensive end too I thought he was one of our better defensive players I thought he had an all round game uh, I was really impressed with Lawson what, what I liked what he did inside I thought he played big but I, I, I with Ellis as well I think he's a guy that has to be on the floor I think he has the quickest first step out of, out of our guards and he's a pass first guard. Uh, I, I know the rotation seems to change, and, and you don't know who's gonna who's gonna be out there week to week. Uh, but it, and then again, you know, Texas A and M had their best player; he didn't play, so so nobody's gonna remember that, and and it, nobody feels sorry for you either. You know, Arkansas gets the W, and uh, the taste in your mouth is just so much better right now uh, after starting zero and three, not going zero and four, and like you said, they came back and took the league late, and and Mark was able to get the shot off and and, and get it in. 
this game's big. This game's big on Saturday. It gives you a chance to go two and three, kind of get you back to treading water a little bit, saying, hey, we're here. The party started. We, we're, we're here. We're, we're part of the club now. Uh, so, yeah, it's it's going to be a big a, a big game, especially if you got postseason aspirations. Uh, this This is the biggest game of the year so far. You hear him every day on Halftime with Phil Elson. He's good to join us each and every Friday. Matt Jones, always a pleasure. Have a great weekend. Yes, sir. Thanks, Chuck. Some interesting picks from the Razorback legend. As we continue on the Give Me the Honks Chuck podcast, it's going to be a good weekend for sports viewing. Let's say you are not planning to go to the Razorback game tomorrow. You're listening and you're in a different spot or wherever you are. You just can't go, but you're planning to watch it on television. I mean, if you can get away with it, you can watch the Razorbacks during the course of the early afternoon. You know, they're going to be done, I'm, I'm going to guess, somewhere around, I don't know, 2.30-ish, somewhere around in that area. The NFL playoffs start at 3.30. The Ravens and the Texans play then. That's on ABC and ESPN, by the way. The marquee matchup tomorrow night, is the Packers and the Niners from San Francisco, 7-15 on Fox. Two more games on Sunday. The Lions and the Bucks play at 2 o'clock on NBC. 2 o'clock Sunday, that's the first game. And then at 5.30 on CBS, maybe, maybe the best game of the weekend, the Chiefs and the Bills. I saw where um, it's going to be a balmy 23 degrees in Buffalo on Sunday. That's going to feel like an early spring to those people. Hey, if you want to be the most informed, if you're planning on maybe placing a little wager on one of the NFL playoff games this weekend, you know who you are. You need to download the Bet Saracen app. I know you're smart, and I know you know the game, and I know you're probably ahead of the game, at least in your mind. But if you really are going to be the best prepared, the Bet Saracen app is the app that you need to download. They've got all kinds of wagering opportunities, number one. In-game bets, parlays, exotics. I mean, you can bet on the Razorbacks, over-unders, money lines, the whole deal. It's all there. But when you download it, you're going to see very quickly why it's Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. It is Vegas, Arkansas style. You're going to get to wager on the Arkansas teams. And there are always going to be in-game wagering opportunities, things that make it fun. I know there are Vegas odds. But I also know if you're going to bet Vegas odds legally, you got to be in Vegas. And I know that there are a lot of these national sports betting apps, and there are a lot of them, but there are laws in our state that keep a lot of them from operating within our state. So if you're going to be the most prepared, the Bet Saracen app's where you need to be. They've got a how-to-play video. They'll get you ready to go with the Bet Saracen app. All right, here's the SEC basketball schedule before we go. The Razorbacks in South Carolina, actually the first two SEC teams to play tomorrow. That's at noon, as we've discussed on the SEC Network. I guess as I look at the SEC Network lineup, four games are on tap on the SEC Network. After Arkansas and South Carolina, now this is just on the SEC Network, Vanderbilt and Mississippi State play. That's in Starkville. When they're done at 5 o'clock on the SEC Network, Georgia plays Kentucky in Lexington. And then when they're finished, the SEC Network will have what I guess is the marquee matchup in the SEC tomorrow. Ole Miss ranked 22nd at 13th ranked Auburn, 7.30 tomorrow night on the SEC Network. Now there's also a game on the deuce at 1 o'clock tomorrow afternoon, Alabama and Tennessee. 
Alabama's unbeaten in the SEC right now. Tennessee's lost once. Of what I've seen, i got to be honest, I think Tennessee's the best team in the league. That Dalton Connect, player of the year in the SEC. Transfer from Northern Colorado. Man, this guy can play. If you've not seen him, he's really good. But they play at 1 o'clock tomorrow on the Deuce. ESPNU has LSU and Texas A&M at 3. And then at 7 o'clock tomorrow night on ESPNU, Missouri is at home against Florida. Missouri's not won yet. They're 0 for 4 in conference games. Florida may be the best 1 and 3 conference team in the history of the SEC. You know, they, they look like world beaters against Arkansas. They went to Tennessee, and that's when Connect scored 39. And Tennessee all of a sudden looks like a Final Four team. I think Florida's good. I think Florida's going to be in the NCAA tournament. But if they are good, and if they are going to be in the NCAA tournament, tomorrow's a game they've got to win. You know, you can't drop to one and four in the league and realistically expect to get in. Doesn't mean you can't. We've watched the Razorbacks do it before. But realistically, if you're one and four, it's going to be a hard road because the league's very balanced this year. There aren't a lot of layups, so to speak. So it's a really big game, I think, for Florida. At some point, Missouri's got to win a game. You know, I thought they'd be a little bit better, frankly, than the 0-4 record, and they may be. You know, Sometimes records can be misleading, but uh, they need to win a game. And they've got home floor advantage, and we'll see if they're able to pull it off. First order of business, though, the Razorbacks in South Carolina tomorrow. Noon is the tip-off time. Again, the SEC Network will televise it. If you're going to gather around the radio, the pregame show starts at 11.30 in the morning, and we hope you'll make plans to be with us then. Hope you have a great weekend. Keep warm. We'll talk Monday. Till then, thanks for listening. Subscribe to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. Go to hitthatline.com or search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to rate, review, and share. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.